Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. And It's the show where we just follow spirit wherever it leads us. And today it leads us to an impromptu guest. (laughs) (laughs) I I have my producer, Robert Cialino, with me today, since I was stood up by our other guests. So if you were expecting Zane Zane Daniels, he is not with us today. I do not know what has happened there, but I will report back when I find out. So before we roll into the show here... I am going to invite you to discover a little bit more about yourself. Um, I have put together this wonderful quiz that will reveal to you your personal spiritual superpower, your number one strongest superpower. And you can go and take that one minute quiz at superpowerquiz.us, superpowerquiz.us, and uh, learn a little bit more about what your particular giftedness is in this world. I know many people think that, oh, I don't have any gifts. Oh, you are so wrong. We all come equipped with our particular superpowers, but it's oftentimes hard to recognize what they are from inside of your own self because it's the water that you swim in, which is why I put together this wonderful quiz, superpowerquiz.us, and uh, get your results today. And so I have Robert Cialino here with me. He's a wonderful and amazing producer who's been putting this show together with me for over three years now. Can you believe it, Robert? (laughs) Happy anniversary. It's got to be sometime just a little while ago. (laughs) Yeah, it was actually back at the beginning of the year, uh, like the 17th or something of January, if I remember correctly. But three years, man, that is just amazing. And we're going into, I mean, the full season again here too. So we're We're moving forward with a lot of great stuff. I'm looking forward to what's coming next. Absolutely. So since we're kind of winging it here today, I think maybe what I'll do is just kind of open it up to uh, ask ask the professional psychic. (laughs) (laughs) Is is there anything you've ever wondered about uh, what it is to to work in the world the way that I do? Oh, I'm sure there's all kinds of things. So I don't know. I think you and I may have talked about this in the past. So at one point in time, I was completely obsessed with spirits and ghosts and things like that when I was in my, in my 20s. That was a while ago. And um, I'm wondering. So I've had some experiences. And I'm wondering, do lots of people have experiences? Or do people get connected? How are you connected to spirits? Like, what happens there? I mean, so... How does that all function? How do, do they follow you around? Are they permanently connected? Can you find out who they are? That's a lot of questions. Ooh, all that is a whole pile of questions at once. Let's start with, uh, does everybody have experiences? And the answer to that question is no, not everyone has experiences. There are people who choose to walk through this life so energetically isolated that it does not affect them. And to pull out a contemporary example of this, if you watch the show, The Dead Files, uh, the policeman, Steve, whose last name escapes me now, he's one of these people who has that energetic insulation and he just does not have any of these experiences whatsoever. Um, I believe that to be a choice. You, You can choose to drop that, but it's a very deeply ingrained choice that almost sits at the subconscious level. Interesting. Does that kind of answer the first aspect of that multifaceted question? (laughs) I think so. Yeah. So, so really it's a, it's sort of a choice that you make whether or not subconsciously or consciously you make that choice. Exactly. And I think on a subconscious level, there are people we are more open to at the point that they cross over or after they cross over. For example, it's very, a very common experience is to have a dream of a relative that you were close with on the day that they pass over. Uh. And they do, they come to say goodbye. And the easiest place for us to be able to receive that 
if we haven't worked on our connectedness, is in that dream state because the veil gets very thin when we move into that that dream state and all of the normal insulation and, and stuff that we carry around us to not be distracted by that during the day is gone when we're sleeping. I'm liking that. Yeah, so it's been a while since I've had any dreams like that, but I have had some. Even recently, you know, um, a while back, my wife and I, our kitty passed on. Um, gosh, three, three months ago now? Been a while. But I had a dream with him in it the other night. So I'm thinking, hmm, do cats or animals sort of reach out that way too? Or are they connected to you in that way as well? Yes, absolutely they do. Um, they, they cross over the same way that humans cross over. Um, they go to a slightly different, what do I want to say? subdivision, if you will. Uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, you know, we, we've got kind of our, our human soul section and our, our higher self section where we hang out in our soul families. Uh, but the animals that we've chosen to interact with also have their soul families and we become part of those soul families when they embody with us. And frequently they'll do so in multiple lifetimes, the same way we sort of do that on earth here as well. For example, um, I had a, she was my first dog that was mine, the, the my dog dog. And uh, when she passed over, it was, A, it was really hard on me. Uh, and so for a long time, I was not even open to like making that contact with her. Sure. Although I was aware that she rode in the back of the car for quite a while afterwards. <laughs> because she, she. I, That's excellent. We, we were on the way to the vet when she passed. She was having a seizure. And so it, I, I think it took her a little while to realize that, oh, well, I should leave the car now. <laughs> because I, if I remember correctly, it was a couple of weeks that she rode in the backseat. I could feel her back there. And this was before I'd even really opened up my gifts. I was still, quote, unquote, a muggle at the time that I had this experience. And so I wrote it down to wishful thinking and this kind of stuff. But after I had my awakening and all the psychic senses blew open, um, she, she was right there in the room with me and would show up to help me, um, depending on what was going on. Early, one of my early experiences that I had, and I, I get this a lot because I'm a healer, and we'll, we'll dig into the mechanics of this because this is part of your question. Uh, but she would show up when I was having a challenging interaction with somebody who needed to cross over, who didn't want to go. <laughs> uh, and so she, she would come and provide support and like therapy dog work almost. Because oftentimes when we're not crossing over, it's because we're stuck and we're hung up on something. And so she, she supports my work in this way now. Oh, I love that. So she's still around supporting your work in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> well, I hope not to meet her too soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who knows? She may decide to embody again sometime soon. You never know. <laughs> so uh, that's that part of the question. The other part of the question was kind of how do we connect as I yes. recall, you asked, how do we connect? How does this work? Um, and I don't have, what I want to say, the physics explanation for this, but I have sort of the experiential analogy sort of answer to this question. Um, I think of it like sort of like an old-time radio where you had to turn the dial and the needle would move to different frequencies. Yes. Okay. Uh, we have senses that are automatically dialed in at a certain frequency, like our, our standard vision and hearing and, and feeling and touch and taste and all of that kind of stuff. And we're all dialed into and locked into that station. But you know how sometimes you have a multiband radio? Some of yes. us have our multibands turned on. And when your multibands are turned on, you will perceive things that are within the frequency that that's sitting at which is why you'll notice that certain connected folks, psychics, for lack of a better term, uh, will connect with different things naturally. There are some that is so easy to connect with the, that animal frequency. There are others that's so easy to connect with that crossed over dead person frequency. There are some that it's so easy to connect with 
various ETs. So like the Andromeda or Pleiadian or Arcturian, whatever it is, they're kind of naturally already tuned to that frequency. Some people tune into angels and ascended masters. Um, And it kind of depends on where your natural setting is. And once you realize, oh, I have this, you can actually choose to turn it up or turn it down or on the band to reach different frequencies. And so I'm kind of naturally dialed into like that angelic sort of end of the spectrum. But it is possible for me to turn that down to a different point in the spectrum or up depending on which way you want to consider it, right? <laughs> and and reach some of those other frequencies. But my preferred and my most natural one is the angelic vibration. Okay. That's interesting. So all these things are naturally tuned in and you can just move the needle a little bit one way or the other to kind of fine tune in that spectrum. Yes, exactly. And you'll find people who specialize in dead people. That's like their natural attunement. They, they can sometimes reach up and get, you know, spirit guides or, or whatever. And sometimes they'll reach down to animals if you want to consider it like up and down that direction for lack of better words to explain it. Sure. Um, they can focus on these other frequencies, but the natural one for them is dead people. And you'll find that it's the same when you talk to different people. They they will have kind of their specialized frequency that's theirs. And the other ones, yeah, I can reach those, but I don't hold them very long. It's, it's, it's fuzzier. <laughs> so that was the how do we connect? Let's see, what else was it? Oh, uh, you were asking about dead people and do they follow you around? How does this work? Yeah. Yeah. Are they connected <laughs> to you? Did they find you or, or did you stumble across them? Do they follow you? It, it kind of depends. I, I will have to give you a depends on that. Uh, most people, when they cross over, choose die, choose to cross over. Okay. So they don't generally hang around on this earth plane. And when you cross over, there are a number of things that happen. You get a little bit of a debrief when you go across. How'd I do? What do I want to do better? How do I want, what else do I want to learn on my next life, right? You do this kind of thing. You heal from the trauma that you went through. Because one of the things that we forget when we're on the other side is how dense this world is. And oh my God, is it dense and heavy and intense. So there's frequently healing that goes on after you cross over. So that's like the normal way of things. And then frequently you'll say goodbye before you go. It's usually a really short thing. You don't hang around for long after you leave your body, generally speaking. Uh, And then once you've had your debrief, you can come back to any point on the the history timeline that you want to return to. Ah. And, and the beautiful thing is when you go through this process, when you come back to support your loved ones, you know, the spouse you left behind or whatever, you come in this clean, high vibration. You've dropped all of the, the crap you were running while you were on earth uh, and all of your hidden agendas and all the ego stuff just is kind of put to the side. You come back in your most loving, highest vibration form. Now, that's normal, okay? (laughs) What can happen is there are a number of reasons you might not cross over, okay? Frequently, people who die in, like, disasters, accidents that they couldn't see happening, they couldn't see coming, like the poor folks in the tower in Florida, okay? There are probably more than a couple of them And I'm getting, yes, there's more than a couple of them hanging around the rubble there because they're confused. It's like, what the heck just happened? Some of them may not realize they're not in a body anymore and they're trying to do things and frustrated because they can't make it happen the way it used to. Uh, Sometimes it will be that others won't allow them to cross over. So, for example, going back to this Uh, tower collapse that so recently happened in Florida, Uh, family members who did not get to say goodbye are unprepared to grieve and unprepared to release this soul 
And so the soul may come to try to say goodbye and the, there will be like this unacceptance of that and this clinging to the soul. So you can accidentally hold them here by not processing your grief, in which case you've attached them to you. They haven't attached to you, you've attached them to you. I can imagine a lot of that going on right now, especially with that, that situation. Well, that the COVID that we've had situation. over the the COVID we've had over the past year, um, car accidents, for example, there there's a lot of confusion, but there's also a shattering of the etheric body that happens, and I see this a lot because I am a healer, and they they can look at you and know if you're turned on and what your abilities are. Once you're in spirit form, it's easy to access that information. And so they will gravitate towards someone who can dial into their frequency. And I'm frequently sent past things like car accidents because I have the ability to assist them in pulling themselves together, understanding what has happened, giving them an opportunity to cross over and get on with the the recovery from this life, right? <laughs> this is right. kind of like you need a vacation from your vacation. That's sort of what this is like. Wow. So you had this whole string of questions, and I hope you're, you're remembering the rest of them because I will talk about attachments because this does happen as well as a few of those other things. So I hope you kept track of them because we're up on our first break already. <laughs> All right. So if you're out there in listener land listening to us now, I would love for you to grab your pen and paper and spend a few minutes around those strange things that have happened in your life before that you weren't, it was weird, but you weren't quite sure what to make of it. I would like to ask you to honor those experiences and just jot down what they were and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Inner Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified be sure to friend us on facebook you can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for us at keyword voice america you are listening to sovereign self with sophia renea morales We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with my executive producer, Robert Cialino. 
And we were delving into all of the questions around all of the psychic connection stuff. So let's see, where did we put a pin in it, Robert? I think that um, we were talking about how sometimes, especially with tragedies, that we, the, the still living, I guess, in this realm anyhow, have actually attached that spirit to us because of what we're putting out there, that energy that we aren't able to release, that we're not ready to go. So that person ends up sort of stuck here, especially when they might not have already known that they've, they've tra- or they haven't transitioned yet, don't even realize they're transitioning. So this is interesting, very interesting. Yes, it's, it's a really intriguing situation that occurs. Um, and there are some signs that show up around the, the folks who have not released the person who's released their body, <laughs> the dead person. Um, it will cause a fair amount of interference because if you remember the process I described before the break where they cross over, they get their debrief, they, they wash through all of the lessons and intensity and process all of the stuff that happened in this life. When you hold on to them, they haven't been able to do that. And so they still have their addictions, they still have their bad habits, they still have their unprocessed stuff, they still have their, um, their hidden agendas and their, their subconscious predilections. And so when you grasp onto them and you don't allow them to transition, or if they grasp onto you and choose not to transition, because sometimes they'll be convinced that you can't make it without them, You'll see this in, in really codependent couples and families and that sort of thing. Uh, what happens for the living person is there's this density and this heaviness that hangs on to them. And so you're not just carrying your own life lessons and your own stuff, but you're also carrying their stuff through the world. And it will show up in very physical ways. <laughs> that could not be good for a lot of people. That, that is majorly not good in a lot of ways. And so I will periodically see people come through my healing practice. Uh, and one of the first things I do is I look for attachments because they cause all kinds of interference. And the, I look for three basic types of attachments. There's the crossed over human. Well, the human that hasn't completely crossed over <laughs> for, for a better description. Uh, there's... Uh, interference from other types of extraterrestrial and then there's this this other big category of like non-human crap (laughs) so things that we describe as as demons um oh gosh there's a whole list of of what they are and i don't recall the list in this instant but i have a checklist when i'm working with a client (laughs) yeah no, that's a good thing. We all need a checklist so we don't forget something. That'd be uh, just like a pre-flight before you take off on your aircraft. You got a checklist so that you don't end up, well, a, a disembodied spirit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and some of the some of the ways the interference shows up is uh, you'll take on their their bad habits, for example. You you may never have been interested in drinking or drugs before your drug addicted father or alcoholic mother or whatever passed on, you will start to take on those those addictive patterns that can show up. You can end up uh, with illnesses and diseases in the area in the body where you're carrying that connection because we carry it in different places on our physiology. Uh, and so there's all kinds of stuff that can come out of it that's really unfortunate if you haven't released that sort of thing and allowed them to move on. Interesting. So you could be manifesting sicknesses or behaviors. You don't even know where these are coming from because of a family member or a parent, mother, father passed on. With, wow. And so they're coming to you for help in a physicality way. And you do these checklists and find that there's an attachment and you work on the attachment to help them. That's amazing. Yeah. And it, it makes such a big difference. It's so I, I really enjoy my work because the soul speaks to us really clearly through what happens in our bodies. And it never ceases to 
amaze me as I'm going through the work with someone. They're like, I've always had this pain in my left knee or whatever, and we'll get in there and we'll discover that, you know, they they had a grandparent that for whatever reason hasn't transitioned. And we'll go through the process of allowing this ancestor to transition and the knee pain will just go away. Had it forever. Wow. Now it's wow. gone. Yeah. So how do you work with somebody to release that attachment? It's actually a fairly simple process, especially if you're dialed in in any way. And a lot of us don't give ourselves credit for our dialed inness because we've seen too much TV and too many movies where it's like, oh, you see this spirit walk through the room. And don't get me wrong, there are people who literally see the spirit walk through the room, but more common is to have the knowing of what it is, to have a sensation of what it is, uh, to be given a vision of what it is, even though you're not seeing it with your physical eyes. These are signs that you're connected and that you're receiving this information. And the, the next thing to do when you're receiving it is to start honoring it by saying, okay, I'm gonna be curious and open. Okay, uh, don't even take Sophia's word for it. Just experiment with it. I'm gonna be curious and open and say, what if? What if this information that I've gotten is accurate? Let's act on it as though it is and see what the result is. I'm big on the spiritual experiment. <laughs> and you will be astounded by what you find when you acknowledge and act on that information as truth. Very, very interesting. And we, should, we all should be open-minded to that respect. And hopefully, anyhow, just, just take it in and give it an opportunity to settle into your own psyche. What happens in the case of, so now we can help people release an attachment. How, what happens when spirit is attached to you without you being the one that was holding that attachment? How does, okay. how does that happen? Let, let me step back and I'll go through a really simple process. Okay, so if, if it arrives in your extrasensory senses, you're knowing, you're feeling, you're sensing that you have, for example, a relative that hasn't passed over. What I would invite you to do is to invite your God squad, your angels, your guides, and your masters to join you in opening up a tunnel of light for this um, relative to pass through. You very gently let them know that you have left the body and it's time for you to transition. We love you very much. Uh, we will bring you know, some of your crossed over compadres to come and, and walk into the tunnel of light with you if you're concerned. Um, and you invite them to step into the light. You thank them for their, their support and what they've done for you and let them know that it's time for them to go. And thank you. We send you off with love. I always send off with love and gratitude and support and understanding. It works better than get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you, you mentioned something even even interesting a little earlier about um, other things like otherworldly connections, but also extraterrestrial, right? So is that more of a psychic connection or how does that, like you said, the Pleiadians and, or how does that all play into connectivity? I mean, are they coming here in UFOs and making these connections or are they coming through a psychic, you know, mental connection? Uh, more often, I think through a psychic mental connection, although there is some evidence for their physical arrival on this planet as well. But in my experience, in my day-to-day -day world, it's, it's more often through the psychic and etheric bodies. Uh, and some of it is sometimes more welcome than other. Not all ETs are benevolent and created equal. Some of them are, are pretty nasty. So um, it kind of depends on who you're dealing with. The majority of light workers out there tend to connect to some of the more supportive and beneficent ETs. Uh, but just because you're talking to an Arcturian does not mean that that doesn't mean they're the only ET around you. 
So it's important to honor your knowings and the sensations that you get as you're interacting with these beings. Um, It's not uncommon for hidden agendas to be present when you're dealing with what I want to say, less lower than angelic vibration. So I'm always a little cautious about the motivations of who I'm working with when I'm not working directly with source or archangels. That seems like a very wise way to work. (laughs) So the otherworldly connections, taking extraterrestrial out of it for a moment, although it's really interesting because the light workers and what they're doing and what their goals are and what they're trying to do could be a whole whole next interview. But um, tell me a little bit about these other connections that you were talking about, the, the otherworldly connections. Otherworldly connections? <laughs> there are a great many things seen and unseen in this world. Uh, we've talked about ETs. Angels are very common in people's uh, experience. Uh, there are a number of other things what do I want to say, consciousnesses in this world, for lack of a better term, because everything here is technically God consciousness. The only question is how many steps away from source is it? And the more steps away from source you get, the more opportunity for extremeness happens. So things that can be extremely good, things that can be neutral, things that can be extremely bad, because it's a world of duality, right? (laughs) And so your, your desk has consciousness, the rocks and the earth have consciousness, the plants and the animals all have consciousness. Uh, everything that's been made or manufactured has consciousness of a sort. And you can connect to these different consciousnesses as well. Again, it's, you're just dialing into a different frequency and opening yourself to a different frequency as you connect to this stuff. Some of it is more positive than others. Um, If you've heard of genies or jinn, for example, these are considered elemental entities. It's a consciousness, basically. And the consciousness of a thing is what gives it its form, its identity, uh, the shape that it traditionally takes in this world. So there is, for example, a canine consciousness that makes dogs look like dogs. Just like there's a bacterial consciousness that makes bacteria as they are. And so when you're dealing with some of the elementals like the genies or the jinn, they don't have the same set of, what I want to say, empathy sort of capacities like you would see even with an, a dog or a human. And so they... They have their agendas. They will use you for their agendas. If it benefits you in the moment, that's fabulous. If it doesn't, they don't really care either, which is why they tend to show up in, in the mythology, in the stories, in the history as being capricious and unpredictable. And, you know, be careful what you ask for because they will ask for repayment for whatever it is. So it's important to to have your discernment on, even when you're just, oh, I'm just going to go out and connect in nature. Well, you know, you want to be a little cautious about a wind gin because they will, they can do tornadoes and sandstorms and all kinds of things that uh, are, are less than supportive in, from the human viewpoint. <laughs> totally understood. Just like the other night, we had those microburst 70 mile an hour winds out in the backyard within a couple of moments and we're heading for the hills yes it it was really impressive we got a couple of really good photos of that coming in and i i went in the house and i i grounded i grounded everything outside and i grounded the corners of the property and came inside and put a bubble over the top of the house and we we seemed to came through it all right So if you're out there in listener land listening in, I would love for you to spend some time with your pen and paper uh, and think about the times that nature has talked to you because nature will talk to you. Think about the messengers that show up in your life in the forms of animals and 
plants and flowers and unexpected feathers. And uh, this is all part of the language that spirit is speaking to you through. God consciousness is speaking to you through it. So acknowledge what some of these uh, essences are that are showing up in your life. And when we get back, we'll dig into those a little bit too. So hang with us. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am back here with the redoubtable Robert Cialino. And before we went to break, we were discussing some of the other consciousnesses that are out there. Uh, and I think you had asked a question about, can things attach to you? <laughs> yes. Yes. And the answer is yes. There are a great many things that can attach to you energetically. Um, some of them are almost like energetic ticks or leeches. And when you're carrying something like that, you'll feel a little bit drained and a little off and kind of punky, like you're going to come down with something, but you're not actually physically sick. The doctor will look at you and go, oh, it's all in your head, right? <laughs> and you, that's kind of the low-level stuff up to really exotic mind control devices and demonic possession and all that kind of stuff at the other end of that spectrum. Uh, most people don't end up dealing with the really exotic stuff, which is the good news. So you can take a deep breath and go, okay, it's probably something pretty simple to deal with if it feels like your energy is being siphoned off. Um, but that's, that's some of the stuff that can happen. You had another question right before we went to break with all of the breaking up. What were you trying to ask? Well, I was thinking that it was interesting what you were saying earlier. And for me, I went straight into my mind of, well, okay, so we can do all of these things, but how do we open ourselves up to be more receptive? How can, how can we be more conscious of this? We're out wandering about unaware. How do we become aware? And I 
also I'll lead into the fact that I know that you can work with people on this and we can talk about that a little bit. So, so from your expertise, if I wanted to become more aware or if somebody else out there that's listening wanted to become more aware, how do they do that? There are several options. The simplest one is just to be more aware, to remind yourself as you're moving through your day, to pay attention to the little repeating signs, the little things that are significant to you. A lot of us know that we have a favorite color. We have a, a, an animal, a particular animal that's near and dear to us. We have animals that show up periodically for us. Um, I know when I'm making a decision, I have a couple of animals that show up for me when it's, yes, you've you've arrived on the right side of this decision just move forward with it and so my hummingbirds will show up it's like get, get on with it don't just sit here move it's time to move and boy hummingbirds are movers <laughs> yes. so a lot of it is about paying attention to your particular spiritual language we all have them some of us love elephants we don't always understand consciously why we love elephants but as you move into your connection, if you set up a regular practice of stillness, some people call it meditation, empty mind. Um, sometimes the answer to why will show up if you particularly are seeking that, but you don't need to know why in order to acknowledge that it's there. And you know if you've got an animal because you, you collect the figurines. Maybe you have that animal as a pet in your house. You've always been assessed with that animal. Pay attention to what that means. And there's always Papa Google outside of your own personal experience. Right. You can put in, you know, spirit animal, snake, or metaphysical meaning of bees or whatever it is. And that will give you some insight into what the energy of those animals means. So I, I love the beginning with people to build up that vocabulary of spirit because your God squad, your angels, your highest self will talk to you through these things that are meaningful to you. So the most important thing to understand is what does it mean to you even before you go out to Papa Google? Because they use what you already know to get messages through to you. That's really interesting. So one, open yourself up to being aware of all of these signs. People will call some of those things signs. Every time I see hummingbirds, I should say yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you're not paying attention to that, you say, wow, those hummingbirds are amazing. Why are they always around? <laughs> <Should I? laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just I like take, them. They're trying to get your attention. They're telling you to write that book you've been thinking about or whatever that other recurring thought in your head is. So that's the second thing that I tell people is pay attention to the context in which they show up. It's really interesting. How do you take that to the next level? Say you want to take that to the next level. Like Now you've become aware and you're starting to really pay attention to these signs. What's the next level? The next level is to begin actually having that conversation with your guides, with your higher self, with the divine. Okay, however it's showing up for you. Some people actually have spirit guides that they see or that they hear or that they feel. Some people, it, it's a more remote feeling relationship. But the more you interact... Uh, the more that relationship builds up and the stronger that connection becomes. So I do a lot of talking out loud to myself. Um, if anybody asks, I'm just talking to myself. But the truth of the right, matter right. is I'm talking to the team, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, where is my passport? Please bring me my passport. Show me where to find my passport. And it will turn up. It just does. And Interesting. so having those little mundane conversations, you, you don't need to even reserve it for the, the big special uh, spiritual significant stuff. What is my mission? You know, that it's so rare that you actually get your mission that way. You get your mission through these little tiny, silly, mundane conversations. I have this conversation every morning with my guides and it's what is the most important for, thing for me to do today? And on its face, it looks silly, it looks mundane, 
but I put it at the top of my to-do list, whatever it is, because that is a step on my spiritual journey. I don't know where it's leading. I just know I'm supposed to put my foot on that next rung. That's really interesting. So now I start to think about this in my own perspective. So when I'm talking to myself, trying to work through something, I'm talking to my team, even though I, I might not even know who my team is at the moment. So exactly. How do, we, how do we, how do we do that? How do we find out who our team is? That's, I want to know who my team is. I know I, Jennifer's my team, right? Oh, my, my absolutely. Wife, She's definitely my team, but who are my, who, who else is in my spiritual team that I don't know yet? Yeah, well, now that's a much longer conversation, and that's actually something that I do as part of the workshop that I'm putting together. I'm in the process of putting together a free class followed by an intensive workshop where what we do is we take down the barriers, we remove the etheric blocks that you might be wearing, because we come with what I call um, 3D equipment installed, right? We want this to be a really immersive experience when we come onto this earth plane. So we bring that virtual reality goggles and stuff with us. We start to take some of that off so it's easier to connect. And then we work through exercises that help you to build up your connection and your discernment in a safe and supportive environment. And it doesn't take long to get the basic skills, we can, we can get you connected in a weekend. Interesting. Okay. So that class sounds amazing. Okay. So I might have to take that class. Everybody out there that's listening to this, that's interested in it should take this class. It sounds like a, something that's really important. Yeah. Well, and before you even take the class, go out and take the quiz I was talking about at the, the top of the interview. Superpowerquiz.us. Uh, because it will show you what is your strongest gift. And my strongest gift is actually energy transmuter. I'm one of these people, you step into my energetic space and you will leave a different person because that's how I work. <laughs> so uh, it's a really profound place to show up, even if you walked through your entire life going, oh, I'm a muggle, I, I'm not anything. Oh. Oh, you are so much more than a muggle. <laughs> we, we are all divinely gifted. We are not identically gifted. And I think that's one of the other beautiful things about arriving into one of my workshops as opposed to some other folks' workshops is I recognize the differentness of the giftedness Whereas some other workshops, when you walk into them, they kind of want to make sure that you can see. Well, not everybody has that as their strongest channel. And so it's wonderful to be able to work with someone who can deal with not just seeing, but hearing, sensing, knowing, and some of these other ways that we perceive. It's wonderful to be supported in all of those channels. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes it feels like, oh, well, maybe I'm broken. <laughs> and how, yeah, we don't all want to feel like we're broken. I'm beautifully broken, but not broken. How do we, how do we overcome that? that? That's an interesting space. It is an interesting space. And that's a matter of experiencing and allowing your Eunice to be sufficient. We're so often taught that we need, to, we need to work on all these weaknesses that we have. If you've been in, in the personal development space at all, it's like, okay, how do I overcome my shyness? How do I you know, not be overbearing on people? It's like, no, embrace who you are. If you're a quiet, retiring kind of person, that's perfect. You're perfect exactly the way you are. You chose these gifts and being a quiet retiring person is part of the gift set that you chose to support you on your mission, your unique life mission here on this earth. And if you were this gregarious, outgoing, um, you know, all over everybody person, you wouldn't be suitable for your mission the same way you are as being this quiet, safe place where people can come home. That's really interesting. Embrace who you are. 
Embrace who you are. You are you for a reason. Absolutely. So oh, you, you had asked something about how could, they, how could they get engaged with the class. So basically, the best way to get engaged with the class is to take the superpower quiz, leave me your email address, and you will get the, all of the inside poop and the pre-notifications and special pricing. If you're on my list when I launch this thing, you get special pricing. So. Yes, so get on that list. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> doesn't doesn't cost you anything to lose to learn more. <laughs> no, not at all. So this is really important with the connecting piece because if you really want to expand, Sophia Renee is amazing. Um, we've done a few really fun interviews um, that weren't so impromptu, but this one's been really fun. I'm telling you, I've liked it because it was completely impromptu. And we've gone down some really great paths and not too many rabbit holes. So this is great. Absolutely. So let's see, we've got a couple minutes till, till the close here. Do you have one more lingering question? Well, I think for me, I think it's interesting because I, want, I wanted to know more about how do you embrace these? How do you work into them? How do you become better at your gifts or, or understand your gifts better so that you can use them for the greater good? And I think that that's really important, although I don't know if we can wrap that completely. But um, if you were going to tell anybody about like stepping in with both feet or how do they go to that next level or what would you encourage people to do from here forward uh, going forward so I would give this back to you and say if you were talking to me right now which you are what I am talking to you Robert here's what here's you, what you need to do, to do. <laughs> the advice I gave earlier about ha starting that conversation with the divine start having that conversation and then surround yourself with people who are also having that conversation because it's so enlightening to see someone else on their path and it'll oftentimes unlock things that have been stumping you on your own path. We cross each other's path for a reason. So connecting with like-minded people is hugely important. And the beautiful thing now is it's so easy to do in this time of technology and Zoom and, and telephones and all this kind of stuff. And spirit has no distance. So if you've been curious, if you've always thought, well, I'd like to be closer to Arizona so I could actually talk to her, you don't need to be close to Arizona. You just need to pick up the phone or shoot me an email or get on an email list and we are connected. So thank you, Robert. It's been a pleasure having this conversation with you today. I've loved it. Thanks, Sophia Renea. Thanks for reaching out and, uh, and uh, well, getting me on this interview with you. It's been really fun. All right. And thank you to everyone in listener land for joining us today. If you have any questions, you can send an email to askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here.